Hello, welcome to Braveful, a podcast with and for achieving women. I'm your host, Amy Zeigert. I'm so excited to share with you stories of women who are brave and gutsy. This show is a weekly view into the hearts and minds of what has enabled these fabulous ladies to take a leap and go forward with bold ideas. So join me in an opportunity to listen, learn, and lean in, Braveful style. Hello, hello. Well, the day is finally here. This is Braveful, a podcast for achieving women, first episode. My name is Amy Zeigert, and I'm so glad you're joining me today. So, you know, when I think about how I've gotten to this place in my life, and I, I reflect on, you know, all the good, the bad, and everything in between, um, I look at how women, the girl gang, has really played an active part in helping me mold who I am today. So, you know, going forward, I'd like to highlight these great women that have come into my life and some have left my life. And so grab some coffee, tea, wine, beer, whatever gets you going and join me on this great discussion journey. So this first episode, it's going to be me. You get to talk to me or listen to me. And hopefully you can respond back and we can have a great conversation. So, you know, one of the things I thought about is what do women, when girls and ladies get together, you know, what are all the different names that we call ourselves? I thought that was very interesting because I know my groups, you know, we, we give ourselves names. We kind of really embrace it. And so I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking through my head and there's girl gang, sisterhood, sisters, the yayas feminist and sorority sisters. And then there's a bevy, a harem, a troop. I think we all know that from Girl Scouts. Then a gaggle, which I think that's kind of correlating to the fact that women talk too much when we all get together, but that's okay. And there's even a posse. So I thought that was very interesting to see all these different names and all these ways that we can identify as our girl gang, girl groups. So when I look at the girl gangs that have really played an important part of my life, you know, between, you know, my mom, aunts, friends, my sister, there's a, you know, women, we were a little group, the Yaya's we call ourselves. Then there's the Amy's women that I, I, I have worked with and there are just a whole group of us named Amy. How, how fun is that? Then my cousins, which I'm fortunate enough to have, you know, 20 some female cousins that we get to hang out. Then, you know, my daughter, and then I have this wonderful group of women called the babe chicks that have helped me form a lot of my spiritual aspirations, which is great. So when I think about women and the role that they've played, I really look at all these different groups that have impacted my life, whether it be work, family, spiritual, just getting together, having fun. Then I think of the women that I admire from afar and don't get to have everyday you know, interactions because there's somebody that is up on a screen somewhere and I don't get to hang out with them. But when I, I you know, the last six months, eight months with quarantining, you really start to reflect on individuals who have done great things. And when I look at these achieving women, these are the women that we're going to be highlighting on this great podcast, Braveful. So, you know, think about feminist women who have 
led the way. And, and that really struck a chord with me because I watched Mrs. America. And then also with Ruth Bader Ginsburg passing away, those women have really paved a way for us. Whether you support the ERA, don't support the ERA, they are women that have helped impact the way we get to interact in our everyday life. And then also, you know, women who have broken the glass ceiling. You know, you think about the first female CEO, you think about women who have done great things inside of sports, you know, Billie Jean King. So, you know, those are individuals that are, are just amazing to me and have, have allowed me to do very well inside of the workplace. Now, I look at stay-at-home moms, you know, lots of, you know, several of my friends, stay-at-home moms, they, especially now, they are creating a path for their families, for their children. They're becoming teachers. You know, they are the CEOs of their home. I look, think of my mother, who was a stay-at-home mom and spent so much time volunteering, helping her family and her household run very smoothly. So if she were here today, she would probably go, you're damn right. So you go, mom. Then, you know, ladies who write their own stories. I've had several friends who have written books. That in my is, is a dream for me someday. But these are great women who buckled down and have told their stories, put pen to paper, and have created some incredible books. So we'll get to speak to them as well. And then, you know, daughters who have achieved success. I think of my daughter who is doing a great job editing and is raising two children on her own and, you know, has, has come into her own, which is wonderful. And hopefully she'll want to share her story with us as well. And then, you know, women who write songs, women who sing songs, uh, and women who get to talk for a living. What, what a great opportunity it is to share your thoughts and ideas, regardless of where you are in your journey. And then love to talk to the, the she, the hers and the her. I, I'm fascinated by equality, whether it be in the form of gender equality, transgender equality, I, I am fascinated by all sorts of women, shapes, sizes, thought process. So I hope we get to explore those women who are, are living their life regardless of what society tells them to do. So those are some other conversations we'll get to have. You know, women who love women, same thought process, fascinated by, you know, women who, who love regardless of what again, society tells them to do. So you know, financial wizards, you know, that math thing, that kind of escaped me at some point in my life. I know how to balance a checkbook. I know how to write a check or swipe a debit card and spend money. But what about those women who have been able to take the financial industry by storm and have been able to do so much more than balance a checkbook, but lead clients and customers to make really sound financial decisions? You know, what about women who have lost, women who understand the pain of losing a loved one, whether it be a spouse, a child? I think that's really critical to, to understand that journey and what is it like for a woman on, on that side of the track, so to speak. So what does that look like? And the women who are, who are growing gardens, who are farmers, who are 
feeding people, uh, whether it be at a, a dinner table that feeds 50 people or feeds five people, what is it like to give unconditionally of your time and talent to feed people? That to me is fascinating because I don't cook. You know, my kids always joke and say the only reason I have a kitchen is because it came with my house. So, you know, maybe they can teach me a thing or two on how to embrace what is cooking. So I welcome all those cooks who want to share. That would be fabulous. And then, you know, women who pray, women who are devout in their spiritual journey and have been steadfast in that journey. That is not an easy path to take. It hasn't been for me, but I feel as if there are so many different spiritual paths one can take. So I hope from from that, you know, I, I kind of think of it as going through a, a roundabout. In Indiana, we have hundreds of roundabouts. And so, you know, you can ride in that center and go round and round, or you can get off on different exits and you can look at different spiritual aspects and how it fulfills you. I don't think there's any one particular answer. I think you have to follow the path that means the most to you. And I, and I truly believe that religious acceptance is the way to peace in our country. So I'm really looking forward to exploring all religions and how women make lives better by following their spiritual journey. Then I also find it fascinating for women who can build, women who can, you know, hammer a nail into a piece of wood and make something that's very unique. Women who can design, take an, a space and turn it into something that is homey, comfortable, exciting to want to live in, be in. So what does that look like for us as well? And women who are healthy, women who have embraced what it is like to be on a healthy path, whether you're vegan, vegetarian, what was the choice that that woman made in order to choose that, that path? You know, what does that look like? So I think of individuals who are lifelong learners. What are some of their secrets to learning success? How are they able to achieve, you know, reading a book a month or even writing a short story? What does that look like? For me, I have written in a journal since I was 12 years old. So I have a big box of journals that um, I look back on them and it fascinates me of how far I have come in my journey of life. You know, when you're 12 years old, you care about what do I look like? Are my teeth ever going to get straight? Because I got these dang braces on forever and a day. And is a boy ever going to like me? Am I going to get good grades? Could I make the cheerleading team? So you really think about how has a journal affected my life in the past? How is it affecting me now? Because I do write in a journal, not as frequently as I used to. And then how will it affect my family for when I transition out of this world and I move into something else and they get to read my journals? If I allow that, I might say you have to burn them upon death. I'm still thinking about that. So what do you do when people have this look into your life? And do you write a journal that is to appease to the people that are going to read that? Or do you write it for yourself? So looking for, you know, women who journal, 
even young girls who journal and what does their journal journey look like for them? Because for me, journaling has been the equivalent of having a really good friend. And then to talk to people who are philanthropic, who are women who have been in a philanthropic role and enjoy, get joy, get fulfilled out of helping not-for-profits be successful. Now, I'm fortunate enough, I sit on a board, Malembe Rise, which is currently going through a whole renaming process. It used to be getting back to Africa. And so to work with a small yet vibrant group of people to try to change life for the Congo in Africa and how can we then make that bleed over into other parts of the world. So it'd be great to talk to the founders of Malembe Rise because we all start giving for a reason, but what keeps it sustainable? And so, you know, fascinating to understand what does that look like? And then women who go out and start their own business. You know, it's one thing to be CEO and to get promoted into that role of a corporation, but the women that have the courage, and I mean courage, you know, strap on their big girl panties and go out there and step off of that step and say, I'm going to fly and make this business work. So what does that look like? What are the, the steps that, that they took in order to make that leap of faith? I can't wait to go there because personally, I find that fascinating. And again, goes back to that courage. What instilled them to take that courage? Whether you're starting your own salon, whether you're starting your own IT consulting business, or you're starting a babysitting service, something along those lines, anything that allows them to take that whole leap of faith. I'm fascinated by it. Then, you know, I think about, you know, women who are surviving, surviving something that is so emotionally, physically impacting in their life that they go on to thrive. They thrive to the point that they they start a business of their own. They share their stories unabashedly without any pretense of what their story looks like. That to me is a badge of courage, a badge of bravefulness that needs to be celebrated, needs to be recognized. So I, I look forward to celebrating these wonderful works that these achieving women have been able to accomplish. And, and they do it not in a vacuum. I think we all assume that they go out someday and go out and, and achieve gratefulness. And the reality for me is women need women. Women need to be lifted and embraced and celebrated by other women. That's what keeps our stories real and exciting because we celebrate the success of others. And there are times in my life when, you know, women haven't celebrated me. You know, women have tricked me into believing something that wasn't real. And that's a story that I, I will share later. And, and, you know, women also need men. It's not to say that 
that women don't need men because <laughs> we do. Some of us, some of us, maybe not. You know, it makes me think about um, a song by Runaway J June and I can buy my own drinks. And absolutely, in today's world, absolutely, women can survive without men, but it's nice to have them around if you need them. At least, uh, you know, hang something up potentially or dig a dig a hole in the ground. Who knows? But I, I truly believe that women need women. Girls need girls. It's something that we should be fostering with our young kids early on. And then it gets fostered as we grow up and get older. And that's why I think having my group of friends, my girl groups, my the babe chicks, the yayas, the Amy's, my cousins, my sister, my daughter. I think that's just critical to who I am today. You know, I may not cook, but I love to create. I, I may not dig post holes, but I don't mind gardening anymore. I'm kind of getting into that as I live on my 10 acres in central Indiana and uh, live with my husband and my two golden retrievers, Bert and Waldo, whom I love, as well as, you know, I get the joy of seeing my daughter and my son and my two grandkids. So there are a lot of things that have brought me to this point. And as I stated at the beginning, the common denominator is great and wonderful achieving women. So another aspect, you know, I'll look at women who are great creators, um, who have achieved some pretty cool things by what they've created and they know who they are. They're in my uh, brave girl category. So I look forward to sharing some of their great stories as well. So I'm excited. I'm really excited that you'll be able to join me on this great journey. And I can't wait. I really can't wait. So this is just episode one of many episodes. Next episode, we will be featuring a very bold and brave, full and achieving woman who started her own company, took a negative and turned it into an unbelievable positive. So we'll save that for later, but have a fabulous day wherever you are. And as I always tell my family, have the best day ever. Thank you for joining me today. I don't know about you, but I sure am grateful for the opportunity to listen and learn from such great women. So if you enjoyed yourself as much as I did, please feel free to share Braveful podcast with your friends and colleagues, as well as please subscribe to Braveful on your favorite podcast apps. Have the best day ever. And until next time, be Braveful.